Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and the number, if you would like to chime in, is 800-922-6680. Newsmax is, uh, is rocking the ratings and there's a reason for it. Just a lot of really good content. Eric Bowling, Rob Schmidt. Uh, if you have it, and it's kind of interesting because uh, I started at Newsmax. Uh, I was contacted by the president of Newsmax, uh, Chris Ruddy. And I was selling cars, and I was doing a, a video podcast and audio podcast. And I'd, I'd you know, done some things on my own, but I still had to sell cars. And he calls me at this car dealership, and I'm like... Uh, hello? Yeah, Rob, it's Chris Ruddy in Newsmax. I'm like, okay, what did I do? You guys doing an expose on car dealers? <laughs> and he goes, no, man, where you been? I mean, I'm watching your stuff here. It's pretty amazing. Where you been? I said, well, I've been in an abusive relationship with radio for about uh, 20 years. And he said, well, we want to have you on Newsmax. You're funny and you, you know, you got some great insights. I said, okay. And, and back then, it was about three years ago, uh, you know, there were some people who knew of Newsmax, but Newsmax has just, I mean, just gone insane, you know, with what happened with uh, Fox in the 2020 election and all of the things that we're finding out that were always, uh, you know, we were being told that was misinformation and disinformation, and we knew it was true, and people like Greg Kelly kept saying, no, no, this is actually true, while Fox went the wayside, while CNN went the wayside, towed the party line and all that, we had hosts on Newsmax, and we added to our lineup. We added people like Greta Van Susteren, and, and I'm going to tell you, Greta Van Susteren, I don't agree with a lot of her political opinions, but I'm going to tell you one thing. She is a journalist. She is a journalist, and she's doing a great job, and she's getting the names, and Rob Schmidt's getting the names, and Eric Bowling's getting the names, and Chris Plant and Greg Kelly. So uh, if you get a chance to... You'll understand while Newsmax is the fastest-growing cable news channel, you'll understand why Newsmax has beaten CNN a lot of the times, and CNN has forced viewership everywhere. But uh, download the Newsmax app, and of course, they're on uh, most cable networks, and then also you can go to uh, 349 on DirecTV and do that. Oh, and this is funny, because in Canada, you know, the, uh, the, the country that's blowing smoke up our, you know what... Because of forest mismanagement and green energy nonsense and uh, MSNBC saying it's climate change, but there aren't uh, forest fires happening in Cambodia and uh, 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 Wyoming and Georgia. So there's that. But anyway, in, in Canada, the BBC has demanded that all TV remote controls contain dedicated but buttons just like the one for Netflix that they want it for the BBC on the channel. And I'm going to tell you right now, if there, was a, if there was a button on your remote for CNN, how often would you push that button? 
It, it is remarkable. These, this is the length that failed broadcast networks that people no longer trust will go to. And because the BBC is government sanctioned and has the power and force of the government and the government can go after everybody else for misinformation and disinformation and they can shut down trucker protests and put people in jail and all that. The BBC can simply say, you know, we want everybody's remote to have BBC on it. So I would just take a Sharpie and just cross over that or maybe physically take some needle nose pliers. Just pull that button right off my remote. It, it's, I mean, what else are you going to do? You're going to do a clockwork orange where you have people's eyes open and you make them sit in front of TV screens. Don't put it past them. <laughs> Don't put it past them. Oh, my goodness. It is, it is just remarkable. I think we need to talk about a little bit more uh, government corruption. This time, I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Jack Smith, the judge who wants to go after Donald Trump for mishandling classified documents. It's a joke. It's a distraction. It's another attempt to take down the man who will be president. That crooked DOJ. This is Jim Gossett. Wants Trump out of the way. Indictment soon, they say it's a witch hunt. Nice try. Ain't gonna work. And they've got no defense Seven for it. Years of this. There is no evidence for it. We're done. Joe and Pence, they took documents too. It's a witch hunt. Been going on for years. Partisan witch hunt. Everybody knows it. And although they know that none of it's true, they haven't found a single crime. Now Chris Ray should be doing time. Hope someone drops a dime on him soon. But it and do that down. This Jack Smith creep must go as well as Sleepy Joe. Garland, no one's as low as you. Yeah, as you. Uh-huh. As you. And you know, this isn't about justice, this isn't about uh, crime. This is about the justice system making up crime to take down a political enemy. They know it, too. They're not doing this because they think Donald Trump is a criminal. They're doing it because they consider him a threat. That's the difference. They know exactly what they're doing. They're knowing there is no crime. They are going after something they make up. Alvin Bragg is trying the same thing in New York. It's happened time and time again. It's done a face flat time and time again. They're trying. This is the latest iteration, and it's going to fall. By the way, if you want to hire Jim Gossett, Jim Gossett does all our, our song parodies. I've told you, with conservative comedy, very hard to find a gig. And Jim does corporate gigs. Jim does private gigs. He does comedy clubs. And if you'd like to book Jim Gossett, the, the guy on this show, Jim Gossett, I have a number for you if you want to write it down. Okay? And he does non-political stuff, too. Liven up a funeral. I'm telling you, you can do anything. Funeral, uh, you know, a bris, uh, hard to make that funny. But, uh, you know, a, a bar mitzvah could be, hell, a wedding reception. I don't even know. Just a corporate gathering. Here's the number for Jim Gossett. And it's easy to remember. Okay? Write it down. 678 829 show 678 show uh holiday season's coming up you know in the in the fall and the in the bit if you want to book jim gossett uh, i would suggest you do so and i'm i'm talking about comedy clubs too this guy's going to fill the house 
So six seven eight eight two nine show six seven eight eight two nine show. Uh, this is um, an ex Trump prosecutorial uh, attorney. I-, I should say an ex Trump attorney alleging. His name is, by the way, Tim Parlator. He was on CBS with Catherine Herridge. CBS! I know, I know, I know. And he's saying that this Jack Smith uh, ongoing classified documents probe is about prosecutorial misconduct. This is on CBS. The Trump attorneys have raised questions about prosecutorial misconduct in this case. What did you witness? I witnessed a lot of misconduct. What did that look like? So I... Uh, it's been reported. I went before the grand jury myself. Um, I was not subpoenaed. I went in voluntarily mm-hmm. um, as you know, in the place of a custodian of records. And I was really stunned. This is a, a fishing expedition. And when he explains it, you'll understand what I mean. By what I saw in the grand jury room, by the conduct of the prosecutors. You know, they made many attempts to, uh, to try to get at privileged communications. Yeah. They would ask me about conversations with my client. They would make improper references to the jury, trying to mislead them about that. Kind of like what Congress did to Matt Taibbi, asking him about his sources and everything. And he's like, uh, no, I don't have to give you that stuff. Why are you asking me? At one point, it got to the level where you know, they're asking me this again, and then they turned to the grand jury and they said, so you're refusing to provide this information. <laughs> No, I'm not refusing to provide. The ethical rules prohibit me. Even if the answer to this question is helpful, I'm not allowed to give it. No. And I turned to the jury and I said, and she knows it. She knows that it's an improper question. It's an improper inference. That then led to an exchange where she tried saying, well, the privilege has exceptions. It could be waived, yes. Well, if the president's so cooperative... Why won't he waive privilege and allow you to tell the grand jury about his conversations? Why does that cross a legal red line? Here we that, go. That crosses a major red line as far as implying guilt to a jury based on the invocation of a constitutional right. Yep. It's the kind of thing that if that had happened in a trial court, the judge would have immediately you know, stopped everything, probably declared a mistrial. And it's the kind of thing that, quite frankly, an attorney, a prosecuting attorney who willfully does that type of thing would potentially face discipline. And I think that they probably will when this case comes up. Yeah, and you know what? I used to have uh, faith in the legal system uh, that they would actually look at things uh, deferentially and not pursue politics, but that's out the window. That's out the window with all of these grand juries, the grand jury in New York with, uh, with uh, the, the, uh, the AG or the, the DA there, Alvin Bragg. It was a joke. They had a person who was in charge of the grand jury who was a Wiccan freak show leftist. And honestly, it's a joke. You can't get justice in the country. So the only thing we can do is make it so obvious that this is uh, blatantly corrupt that finally people raise enough hell that it sends a message. You better get your stuff together or you're done. You are done. This is a Jim Jordan talking about the, the different treatment. Because, you know, right now we have the most corrupt president in the history of the country in office. It is backed up by uh, records. It is bank- backed up by, by banking records. Uh, and it is banked, uh, backed up by witnesses. It is backed up by testimony. It is backed up by uh, documents, uh, the FBI, the CIA. I can go on and on. There is evidence that is indisputable. Joe Biden is the most corrupt president at least of our lifetimes. And I would venture to say definitely in the history of the country. Yet Donald Trump has been out of 
office for two and a half years is the target. And Joe Biden is being ignored by the biggest law enforcement agencies in the country. And here is uh, Jim talking to, I think this was uh, Fox about this. President, he's calling Marxist and fascist in the DOJ and FBI going after me at a level and speed never seen in our country. I did nothing wrong. He talked about Joe Biden keeping documents, Joe Biden having documents from when he was a senator, which we know they're not allowed to leave with. Um, what do you say to that? Is, the, is there disparate treatment here? Of course there is. And anyone with com no. common sense can see it. They oh, yeah, common sense. Spied on his campaign in 2016. They gave us three years of the Mueller investigation, $30 million. That found nothing. The day after the Mueller, Bob Mueller testifies in front of Congress, they start the impeachment. 51 former Intel officials sign a letter, all designed to suppress the Biden laptop story. They go raid his home 91 days before the 2022 huh. midterms. And now they're going to indict him, not just in New York with Mr. Bragg, not just in Georgia with Fonnie Will but also with the special counsel. I think they've been after this guy, and the country knows it's ridiculous. Of course we do. And, uh, and Jim, why why is that? What has the FBI and the DOJ been involved with for the last, I don't know, seven years? A colleague of mine said this in a committee hearing a few weeks ago, uh, Mr. Gates. He said, when is the FBI going to quit interfering with elections? Oh, 2016, they gotcha. spied on President yeah. Trump's campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. Oh, yeah. 2020, they suppressed information about the Hunter Biden story. 2022, they raided the president's home 91 days before an election. Oh, yeah. Maybe it'd be nice if the FBI and the Justice Department just stayed out of it and let we the people decide who we think should represent us, who we think should lead us. That's supposed to be how America works. This is why the deep state wants Donald Trump out. So this is the focus on the Judiciary Committee, the political nature of the Justice <laughs> Department, and the linkage now to what was happening with the Hunter Biden story, again, just 15 days before we have a presidential election. Yeah, it is just, uh, it's remarkable, and it's becoming nakedly obvious to everybody, and, uh, and hopefully it will result in the removal of Joe Biden from office by hook or by crook. By hook, meaning 25th Amendment, meaning, uh, Mr. President, your brain isn't working. I think it would be better for the country for you to step down. Or by crook, uh, the exposure of all of the, uh, the malfeasance and the eventual collapse of the uh, FBI's uh, covering of all of this and removal from Joe Biden, a resignation to save people from going to jail. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think he's going to be the candidate through the, uh, through the uh, primary process and certainly not into the election. Let's take a break and come back. Um, I got some news about January the 6th that you've known about for a very long time. More evidence coming out about uh, the crowd, who was there and who caused it. That's on the way. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. Remember, all of the uh, gas-powered engines, power plants, gas stoves, gas furnaces, uh, 
uh, sundry uh, items that produce CO2, including your lungs, pale by comparison to the amount of particulate matter and CO2 being released by Canada into the United States because they mismanage their forests there because of green energy nonsense. Uh, the factories and the, uh, and the vehicles and the fireplaces of America have never shut down uh, people from flying in to, uh, to cities across the eastern seaboard. Or cause people on Broadway in New York City to say, I can't breathe, so I'm not going to do the show tonight. So, uh, way to go, Canada. How about we send a bill to Canada? Uh, did, Joe Biden, did Joe Biden get any money from Canada? I know that we are not all holding China accountable for creating the, uh, the coronavirus and then unleashing it on us. Can we do this to Canada, or is that verboten? Did, the, did, uh, did Joe Biden get millions from Canada? I'm not getting an answer, mostly because I'm sitting here in a room by myself. Uh, <laughs> Mike Pence was on uh, with Greta von Susteren last night, and, and this is what we do. This is what we do on Newsmax. We have opposing views on there. Greta von Susteren, very, uh, you know, they leave it up to me to pick apart the guests after they air, because, you know, then I can do that. But they have this thing called, I don't know, Journalist in, in cre- uh, journalistic uh, credibility, I don't know, whatever that is. I don't need to. I just like to, uh, I just like to have my opinion and, uh, and tell the truth uh, based on research and occasionally make you laugh. Uh, but here is uh, Mike Pence last night talking about uh, January the 6th. He still, by the way, and, and the reason why Mike Pence won't be the president is because uh, Trump voters know that Mike Pence could have done something about the 2020 election. Uh, uh, and Mike Pence continues to say that Donald Trump caused January the 6th. That's a lie. So Mike Pence will never be the president of the United States. Uh, part of that is because of what I just said, and then part of it is the fact that he is an old-school uh, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney Republican, and that end of the party holds no sway anymore unless they you know, put their elbow on the, uh, on the scale uh, and, uh, you know, use money and influence in other ways to try to take out Donald Trump. But here is uh, Mike Pence talking about January the 6th with Greta von Susteren last night on Newsmax. Uh, Greta, I, I don't know what he intended, but uh, as I've said many times, I said... He's talking about Donald Trump. ...again today. Uh, his words were reckless that day. And no, they weren't. With my wife, my daughter, our team at our side, I thought, uh, I thought he endangered all of us at the Capitol by literally calling me out uh, while a riot was unfolding, but but that was not the now when he was on stage, there was no riot unfolding. There were people still standing there, but people had already gone to the Capitol to cause this, and the crowd was infiltrated. I'll get to that in a few because I got some new juicy tidbits on that. The core of my message today, the core I wanted to convey to people, uh, is that also in the midst of that. Uh, that President Trump asked me to choose between him and the Constitution. I had taken an oath to, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. I laid out today, and your viewers can go and look at it themselves, where, where in Article 2, Section 3, it clearly states the duties that I had presiding over a joint session of Congress. And the ju- duties that you uh, you ignored, by the way. I'll get to that in one second. But here is uh, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, uh, after he left the stage from the peaceful rally of a million people who were there because they know the election was stolen, all right? 
FBI. Just look at the records. He was. Just look at it. The, the FBI admits that they were involved. Okay, I just say Hunter Biden's laptop and go on and on. Uh, 51 Intel record. Here is what uh, Donald Trump created, put online, and Twitter took it down. And so did YouTube. Took this down while the uh, insurrection was happening. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened where they could take How it is this reckless, Mike Pence? Away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. You know, reckless is shutting down the American people when they're trying to say, hey, man, something happened here. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. There you go. Yeah, that's really reckless, you know. Uh, so anyway, got a little bit more on this, including Seb Gorka going off on Mike Pence. It's, it's good. It's awesome. And it's on the other side of this break. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's The Rob Carson Show. So the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, which is being exposed even further as a fraudulent, slanderous, filthy uh, organization, says that uh, the parents' rights organizations, including Moms for Liberty, are the latest to be added to a list of hate and anti-government groups. This is what they're trying to do. Anything that is against the uh, federal government is either considered disinformation or misinformation or hate or anti-government speech. That's the way it works. Uh, you've got groups also doing the same thing to uh, to the state of Florida. The NAACP said that uh, black people shouldn't go to Florida because they'll all get murdered because it's so racist and everything. And uh, and anyway, so Moms for Liberty has been targeted, added to a hate map from uh, the Southern Poverty Law Group. This is a group of women who said, you know what, we really don't want our kids sexualized in schools. And we really don't think that black kids should feel like they have no chance to succeed because of institutional racism. And white kids should be blamed for all of the problems of the country. So it, it's, it's common sense. But here is uh, this uh, awful, awful group the Southern Poverty Law Center, which, I mean, should be sued into oblivion, should be sued, I mean, a class action lawsuit in the hundreds of millions of dollars by all of the people who have been called hate groups by this worthless, pathetic, Marxist hate group, the Southern Poverty Law Center. And I would venture to say any black-owned business in Florida who, uh, if you missed one customer, if you had one dollar worth in a business that was less than it was last month, I'd sue the NAACP for everything they're worth for uh, saying terrible things about the state of Florida because they disagree with Ron DeSantis' policies protecting children, among other things. Uh, honestly, you don't have time for this falderall anymore. Uh, and, and it's time to fight back. When you get called a name like that, like Moms for Liberty, they're an organization that were created, I told you why, and this is a wholesale lie, a slanderous lie to say that they are somehow affiliated as a hate group with groups like the KKK. Uh, that should result in massive, massive civil lawsuit to shut them down, to, uh, to shut them down. Uh, let me talk to, well, let me see, we got Shaw, no, Buster, Buster in Santa Cruz. Hello, Buster. How you doing, my friend? Holy smokes, Rob. <laughs> oh, we're talking about Canada. 
Yeah, yeah. And Amos and Andy. Remember Amos and Andy? No, I remember uh, being taught about Amos and Andy when I was in broadcast school. Oh, they were hilarious. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you got to check a little, them a little, out. A little dated, but yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, uh, the deal is, is I want your opinion on this. What I feel is we got a potential problem here with uh, uh, impeaching Biden, because from what I understand, the next person would be the vice president. Yeah. And uh, in a sense, it would all, I mean, the way I see it, it would almost be like jumping from the frying pan into the fire. Why? Because, uh, you know, the deal is, what the way I'm looking at it, Rob, is at least Biden is pretty good at, uh, uh, how, how would I put this over the radio? Oh, baffle him with BS. That's his money. He's pretty good at that. But the problem is with Kamala Harris. It's real blatant, toxic. I mean, this is like out in front. You know what Buster, I mean? It's Buster, Buster, Buster. Uh, I, I understand where you're coming from. And uh, uh, Kamala Harris, the only thing that I think people are most afraid of is embarrassment. And honestly, uh, how much more embarrassed can we be? Uh, we know that uh, Joe Biden is not pulling the strings. Joe Biden clearly is not in charge of the country. Do you suppose anything would change with Kamala Harris, who is a complete moron as the president? I, I don't even think, I think it's a non-factor at this point, that Joe Biden is removed from office and Kamala Harris takes over. It's nothing worse is going to happen. It's like those people who said, oh, we can't default on our debt. You know, the world will end. No, 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 it won't. It's all a bunch of crap. Uh, it's all a bunch of crap. We have defaulted before. Everything was going to be paid. Uh, and, and honestly, the best way to end the malfeasance in Washington, D.C. with regard to spending, and by the way, we were screwed by Kevin McCarthy, and anyone who voted for that budget needs to be uh, primary minimum. But as far as Kamala Harris becoming the president, it won't make a bit of difference with regard to the direction of the country because she will have no more sway over the decisions being made in this country than Joe Biden and Joe Biden ain't doing anything. He is a puppet. He spends 50% of his time away from Washington, D.C. because that's where the work gets done. That's why the classified documents are in, uh, you know, in Delaware. That's why the classified documents are at the Penn Biden Center. That's why the classified documents are wherever. Uh, so I don't, I don't believe that we, if you're afraid of getting rid of Joe Biden, the most corrupt president in the history of our country, because Kamala Harris will become the president i don't even know what you're afraid of buster i i really i really don't can i answer that rob sure sure no no i'm i'm the only person allowed to speak here buster no go ahead yeah no no what i'm go ahead. worried about is so far she hasn't taken care of business no way no how now what if the chinese find this a prime opportunity for some form of attack, will this woman, how will she conduct herself under that kind of pressure as the commander-in-chief and her finger, part of her, the establishment up there that has her fingers on the nukes? 
Now, Buster, we're, we're, Joe Biden has already gotten 30 million people from the communist Chinese, 30 million dollars from the communist Chinese government. Joe Biden has already allowed China to run all over us. Joe Biden has allowed a Chinese spy balloon to fly over country for eight days unencumbered. Joe Biden has allowed us to become energy dependent again and force all of our our uh, our needs for batteries and wind turbines to China. And Joe Biden also didn't hold China accountable for creating and unleashing a man-made virus on us. So do you really think that if China declared war on us that Joe Biden would be better uh, stopping or defending the country than Kamala Harris? No, I don't think the Chinese are going to do that, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to attack Taiwan. Uh, we're going to have to do something, Rob. I think Joe Biden would say keep it. <laughs> At this point, I really do, man. But listen, I do appreciate your, your thoughts on it. I, I understand when you look at Kamala Harris, you think, dear God, how can somebody like that become the president? But I do the same thing when I look at Joe Biden. So I appreciate your phone call, brother. I do appreciate your phone call. Let's go to uh, Sean in Live Oak, California. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the show, Brad. Uh, greetings from West Libertardia. Libertardia, lovely this time of year. And the thing that's <laughs> happening in Canada with the forest fires, it reminds me of what uh, Gavin Newsom was doing when we had the fires in California. Yes. Blaming climate change. Of course. Climate change is always the scapegoat of course for is. your own uh, malfeasance and incompetence. You know what, Sean? You know what I'm going to do? The next time I'm in an elevator and I let one go, I'm going to blame it on climate change. Well, that makes as much sense <laughs> as what they do. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Blame everything on climate change. Uh, honestly, it's a joke, Sean. Everybody knows it's a joke. Did you realize that all of the pollution ever made by mankind was essentially uh, negated when, uh, what was the, there was a volcano that every time a volcano erupts, it wipes out every, uh, every amount of environmental damage as far as, as far as exhausts of vehicles uh, in the entire world because we are tiny. Okay, we are very, very tiny. We are not affecting the climate. Uh, you know, it took a it took a meteor to destroy all the dinosaurs. It takes it took Mount St. Helens to uh, change the atmosphere for a couple of years. Uh, so it, it's it's all nonsense. And and what makes it even worse is that green energy nonsense was most likely responsible for the uh, for the forest fires in Canada, mismanagement of forest lands. So uh, uh, green energy policy actually caused this. Yeah, well, the other thing about it is, uh, is the other, you know, they they always wanted to present uh, scientific fraud as yeah. science. Yes. The the fact is is uh, CO two now. Yes. In our climate's history is lower than it's been through our whole climate history. Yeah. So and, and, and you know, problem. you know, I know this, Sean, because I go outside every single day as I have since I was uh, a toddler and I breathe. And the uh, the uh, uh, amount of oxygen, nitrogen and carbon dioxide is essentially the same. I can still breathe just fine. Kind of weird. All right, thanks for the call, dude. Uh, let's go to Carrie in Annapolis, Maryland. She's a member of the Nazi Moms of Liberty Party or uh, organization. Hi there, Carrie. Hi, how are you today? Good. It's not very often I get to talk to a, uh, a certified terrorist. I know, a domestic terrorist <laughs> at that. I'm excited to be on today. I, I appreciate your time. I am calling because I am a mom. I am a mom that is in Moms for Liberty. And um, it is... 
insane to me that we have been now labeled as a hate group. But to me, that is a badge of honor in some ways, because unfortunately, it just shows the extreme hate on the left. For those of us parents who are concerned with our children, who are fighting for the fundamental right to raise our children, including in our education system, and the fact that they are trying to stop that is insanity to me. You know what, it's funny, uh, Carrie, because years ago they started saying that uh, conservatives on campus, they always said they were uh, they were uh, racist, and then it became white supremacists. And now everybody who disagrees with everybody, uh, anyone on the left, is suddenly a white supremacist, a Nazi. Uh, white supremacy is not growing. It's always been a lunatic fringe movement. Uh, it's absurd on the face, but what's really absurd is that they're calling mothers concerned about what's being taught in schools uh, uh, Nazis and KKK members. And i got to tell you uh i'm just done with it i'm just done with it carrie um what is your let me ask you this why did you join moms for liberty what was your goal what personal connection do you have to it i'm glad you asked that so moms for liberty arose it it began but with a couple of moms we now have over a hundred thousand members around the country including in 37 states um we aren't just moms we are mostly moms but a lot of us are moms who we saw what was going on in our children's classrooms when our children were kept out of schools. We were forced to educate them at home, and their classrooms were in front of us on computers. They, even for the most involved parents like myself, were able to hide a lot of what is actually going on within our schools um, because they hid them within classrooms. But when those classrooms were brought to us into our homes, we saw more than ever what was in there, and we were outraged. Combine that with the fact that our school system is failing ever since we um, both had a national department of education, um, but also, especially since COVID, our children have fallen behind more than ever. I live in Maryland. We were the third to the last state to put children back into schools. Um, And we spend over $22,000 a year per student in Baltimore alone. We also have 23 schools in Baltimore with zero children proficient in math. Explain the return on investment. They don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to answer to parents, even though we are the ones whose tax dollars fund these schools. And if you don't have young children in the schools, it doesn't matter. This is the future of your country. Your return on investment on your tax dollars is disgusting when it comes to education. Our children deserve better. And we need to um, improve the education and what our children are learning about our country in schools as well. Carrie, I hope that Moms for Liberty launches a class action suit against uh, the uh, Southern Poverty Law Center. You cannot get away with calling an organization a peaceful organization. You cannot affiliate them with white supremacist groups in the KKK. Carrie, uh, I'm here for you guys and for Moms from for Liberty. Whenever you guys need me, I my I lived in Maryland. My kids went to school in Maryland, and we got the hell out. I it wasn't. I wanted to stay in Maryland. I'm glad I didn't. I would move back if it weren't so insane. Uh, but I thank you for calling, Carrie. God bless you and have a glorious week weekend, okay? Thank, thank you. From the other Moms for Liberty, we are joyful warriors, and we thank you for your support. All right. And you know what? Every time that I get labeled something like a white supremacist or a MAGA fascist, I embrace it. I hug it. I call it. I name it George, it, just like the abominable snowman <laughs> did in the uh, the old cartoons with Bugs Bunny. I will love it and hug it and name it George. It just means we're <laughs> over target, and we moms will not be stopped. We will always fight oh. for our children, all children, and what's best for them. Amen. Amen. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show.
You know, the uh, Democrats are uh, bringing people in wholesale across the southern border. Seventy percent of them are going to Republican uh, districts because they want to upset the election. They want to make these people into voters. Um, I kind of wonder, um, I wonder if that's going to be effective uh, because, A, we're going to stop them from voting, and, B, uh, what, the, uh, what the Democrats don't realize is that even brown people love their children. That's how racist that the uh, Democrat Party is. They automatically assume, hey, if you can give you a government check, or give you a driver's license, they'll vote for us. Uh, no, no. Uh, Chicago Public Schools, uh, kind of uh, with regard to Carrie in Annapolis, the Moms for Liberty mom. Uh, the Chicago Public School System is failing in the Windy City students, uh, failing the students. Recent suggests that uh, recent study suggests that 17 out of 100 Hispanic students can read and uh, read at grade level. Chicago Public Schools automatically advanced its 2021 third grade Hispanic students to fourth grade, even though 12% of them were able to read. School officials told parents that 85% of freshman students were on track to graduate, even though a mere 16% could read at grade level. You know why? Because the teachers' unions only give a crap about the teachers' unions. They could give a rip less about the kids. Teachers, I'd be pissed about it, unless you don't care either. Uh, further, 19% of Hispanics who graduated from high school in 2022 could read at grade level. There you go. Have a, have a nice future with that, kids. I hope you like drywalling the rest of your life. Amazingly, state board officials rated 101 of Chicago's 148 Hispanic majority schools as commendable, even though only 15% of their students could read at grade level. These are kids who are sentenced to a life where they can only achieve so much. Uh, the Democrats would like to say that we have institutional racism, but I hate to tell you this, it's the institutions that Democrats have set up that are ruining the lives of children. Let's go to Teresa in Jarrettsville. Hello, Teresa. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hey, Rock. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, speaking of the border, Joe Biden should be impeached. For that alone, he could be impeached for neglecting to enforce the laws and making such a mess of the border. But as you said earlier with another caller, you know, people people think, oh, no, if he's impeached, Kamala Harris. But, you know, they're they're both they're not running the show, neither one of them. So it, it wouldn't no. matter. No. But um, it, he does need to be impeached for, for two reasons. One, justice. Justice has to be served. You know, that's why, you know, the Bible says because justice isn't executed, evil abounds. And that's why they get away with murder. They get away with all this stuff. Teresa, this is this is one of the reasons. Teresa, this is one of the reasons why John or uh, that that, that, uh, Donald Trump says, I am your retribution, because people are angry. People are angry about the dual system of justice. People are angry with the DOJ going after parents at school board meetings and not doing anything about the people who burned our country down and and the country that shut down our churches and our businesses and caused hundreds and thousands of people to go out of business. Uh, A lot of black businesses. I know a a friend of mine had a food truck. He opened a barbecue joint, man. He was ready to go. They shut it down with COVID, and now it's an empty storefront. So I think people are tired of this dual system of justice. They want the man who was in the White House gone. On, and and the people who don't want that are the ones, uh, well, who do want that, I should say, but they also believe that he wasn't uh, put in the White House uh, uh, fairly, and and that's the only reason all of this crap is happening. That's where the, that's where the uh, I am your retribution comes, and uh, retribution, one of the many things of, uh, is, uh, is impeaching Joe Biden, removing from office, and then getting a Republican in office who is going to uh, just gut 
the uh, the federal government and the deep state. Well, I agree with that. And then the the info war. You know, it's just just getting the impeachment going and getting those hearings. Look, they're public hearings, right? You, yeah. People yeah. will people will hear all of the yeah. evidence against Biden and his dealings with China and everything yeah. else. It's, you know, that's the yep. heart and soul of America. You know, we got to yep. know the truth, what's going on. Yep, Teresa, i got to run. Um, I, like I said, it's got to be hook or crook. I think he's going to resign. I think they're going to have to remove him. Something's going to happen. i got to take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Showing America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And it's the last hour of the Rob Carson Show. The number is 800-922-6680. I remember when I was a kid, both of my parents smoked. And I'd be in the backseat of the uh, Chrysler Newport, you know, with the windows uh, cracked by about an inch. My dad would freak out. Hey, it's getting cold in here. What are you letting that fresh air in here for? And I would, I would, hold, my, I would hold my face up to the window like I was... Uh, uh, like I was uh, Houdini when he did the trick where he uh, where he fell through the ice and he was going up to the air pockets under the ice to breathe so he could get out of the river. I was kind of like that. I was like a fish out of water sitting back there gasping for fresh air all the way home. And that's what Canada's doing to us right now. That's what Canada's doing right there. It's like having smoker parents and you can't do anything about it. So you just have to sit there and take it. It's, uh, it's remarkable. I would say that, uh, you know, we didn't respond to China unleashing the violence uh, or the violence, the, uh, the virus on us, you know, and they were responsible for it. They created it. We all know they created it. We all know that we paid for it. The NIH and the HHS, they were involved in it and all that. We didn't do anything about it. I just say, you know, honestly, how hard would it be to invade Canada militarily and just get this over? I mean, they, they uh, talk like us. Their currency is real similar. The, uh, they, they, the, the quarter looks the same, except for it's got Queen Elizabeth on it. I mean, it really, is anybody going to miss Canada if we just make it part of the United? Anybody? Just, just, I don't know, whatever. Just an idea. Just, you know, an idea. Uh, after Tucker Carlson's firing, Eric Bowling show is blowing up. And people are staying with it because they they switch to Eric Bowling and they realize, holy crap, this is something as good as Tucker Carlson. I'm going to stick here and watch it. Same goes with Rob Schmidt, Greta Van Susteren, Chris Plant, and the lineup. Chris Salcedo, Rob Fennerty in the morning. More people are switching to uh, to Newsmax, and I, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you had a void in your life caused by Tucker being uh, fired from Fox. By the way, Fox is saying that they want to go after Tucker, saying that his 10-minute video he did on Twitter was... Uh, 
was illegal. They're going to try and sue him and everything, which is, you know, go for it. Honestly, go for it, Fox, because you're, you're just going to plummet even further. And, and you, sooner or later, you've got to reach a point where it's beyond just competition. It's also they are using a contractual obligation as the uh, onus to take away his First Amendment rights to freedom of expression. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. But um, you can download the Newsmax app on your phone. What I do is I pair it with my phone in my car. I have a new car for the first time in 20 years, so I can, like, pair my phone. It's really crazy. You can listen to stuff on your phone. You can answer phone calls with hands-free. It's pretty crazy. So I listen to Newsmax in the car. I, you know, they, they, I think Fox is on, like, uh, XM, Sirius, whatever. I don't even listen to that anymore. I listen to, uh, I listen to Newsmax. So And on 349 on, uh, on your DirecTV, DirecTV. Do you know why I knew that January the 6th was a bunch of crap on January the 7th? Well, there's a bunch of reasons. Uh, one of them is uh, common sense. One of them is uh, curiosity. One of them is research. And one of them is life experience. And the other is how uh, the cabal who lied to us about everything, the mainstream media, big social media, the deep state, all told you there are things you cannot talk about. One of them is you cannot question the 2020 election. They said you couldn't. My Facebook page disappeared the day after the election. They took it away. Took it away. I didn't even make a post. It just went away. And you were told you could not criticize or question the election. Even though all of the interference, all of the, the poll watchers being uh, literally blocked from going in, the, the battleground states shut down of vote counting. I go on and on, guys. And then now we know the FBI was actively involved. The CIA was actively involved in throwing the 2020 election after they tried to 2016. It's obvious. It's obvious. And I was able to put that together, and then I was also able to say, to look at January the 7th and go, huh, <clears throat> January the 6th, there was a million people in Washington, D.C., all for a peaceful protest about the election. They weren't there. They didn't bring guns. They didn't come to storm the Capitol. But they were infiltrated. And this is the media's reaction. And this is what I went, huh, there's something not right. Certain dates echo throughout history. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Now, I said, if it were as bad as 9-11, then where were the hundreds of people who jumped from the upper windows of the Capitol to their deaths? Where were the 350 firefighters and police officers who died in the fiery aftermath? How come, if this was so big and so terrible, were they able to open the Capitol two hours later, and now we find out inside the building there was no damage at all? Meanwhile, this is what the media says. Similar to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. We can now add January 6th, 2021, to that very short list of dates in American history that will live forever and in then, infamy and the worst then, when you said that no i didn't think it was the worst attack I mean, if you just look at the opening they told you you couldn't say that did some people cause violence on january the 6th yes and those who did that should be in jail but those who were just there and the FBI using cell phone tracking data to find anybody, including going after Bank of America to turn over banking records for people who just came down for the Trump rally from Boston? Really? Really? Thousand people have been charged. 
How many people have been charged with trying to burn down St. John's Church and running Donald Trump into the presidential bunker the summer of 2020? How many people are in jail for trying to burn down the courthouse in Portland? How many people are in jail for causing $2 billion worth of damage, 29 murders around the country during the summer of 2020? Why didn't they use the cell phone tracking data? Oh, they didn't. They did because they didn't because that was part of the plan. Here is Mike Pence talking about uh, whether he would pardon uh, Donald Trump in the January the sixth uh, insurrectionist if he were the president. The Constitution well, of the sir, United States. Sir, on that, Donald Trump says he is quote inclined to pardon many members of the mob who attacked the Capitol on January sixth. Those people were, of course, part of the same mob who built gallows and chanted about yeah, who, who built the gallows uh, i want to know who built the gallows they why didn't they go get the people who built the gallows or did somebody bring in a prop wanting to hang you would you consider pardoning pardoning any of them you know on the day of january 6 i issued a tweet oh the benevolence mike pence issued a tweet any of the people leave the capital and end the violence and I said that those that fail to do that should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And I continue to believe that today. We cannot ever allow what happened on January 6th to happen again in the heart of our democracy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I don't believe that uh, people should be lured into the Capitol by people in uniform and out of uniform uh, and to create a, uh, uh, what I considered on January the 7th, the Reichstag moment. Uh, more than half of Republican voters want January the 6th U.S. Capitol offenders pardoned. Yeah, more than 1,030 people have been charged in the insurrection. Many of them are without clean water, uh, proper food, uh, legal advice, uh, access to clergy, and, of course, over uh, some of them over 800 days without a trial. Yeah, it was a real insurrection. This is Seb Gorka. Uh, last night, talking on Newsmax, Seb is uh, spectacular. Uh, here he is talking about January the 6th and Mike Pence, the benevolent and wonderful Mike Pence, who, if he ever became the president, and he never will be the president, by the way, would, uh, would uh, uh, pardon some of those lowly criminals who tried to overthrow the government. This is Mike Pence. On January the 6th, President Trump demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. I chose the Constitution, and I always will. Sorry, Mike. That's a lie. That's what uh, Mike Pence said last night talking to Greta Van Susteren on Newsmax. You actually betrayed the Constitution by refusing to use your enumerated powers to return suspicious electoral college returns to utterly corrupt states. That's misinformation. You are therefore unfit to serve America again. It's true, but it's... I mean, the vice president does nothing. Yeah. They have no power when it comes to the everyday running of the country or to the shaping of policy. But they have no real power. No, they have no power at all. Uh, thank God, because uh, and, and I think we've, we, we know this now because Kamala Harris was put in charge of the border. And I don't even think I need to add comment to that. Seb Gorka. If the president of the Senate, the vice president, has any issue with the electoral college votes as returned by the states he is fully authorized as the president of the senate to send those specific electoral college ballot returns back to the states in question for further investigation and validation but he didn't do that 
Mike, you didn't do that. And you should have for one very simple reason. What? In four states on election night, your boss, the president, was winning, was winning. Until those states, in cities controlled by Democrats, suspended vote counts. When the vote counting was reinitiated the following day, mystically, magically, the president's lead had been rescinded and Joe Biden was the winner. But you can't believe the obvious. You also can't believe that Carrie Lake had the Arizona gubernatorial election stolen from her, even though the Secretary of State was running against her in charge of the elections. Two of the Board of Electors members who were Republicans in Maricopa County uh, literally were raising money for an organization to fight Carrie Lake. And also, 65% of the machines in Maricopa County in the most populous areas where Republicans were going to vote that day weren't working. And uh, that didn't happen anywhere else in the country. Yeah, a little bit more, uh, uh, Mr. Seb Gorka, with regard to what Mike Pence could have done that day. On that alone, you should have exercised your constitutional powers as president of the Senate to send the electoral college votes back to those states, who, by the way, this is the most shocking thing of all, the state houses of which were run by the GOP. Yeah, they were able to change the voting laws because of COVID without the state houses. And then when the uh, state houses could have done something, they didn't send it back to them because they were run by Republicans. The cities may have been Democrat cities like Atlanta or Philadelphia, but the state houses that run the presidential elections ah. were run by Republicans ah. who could have investigated the, those magical reversals. But you chose not to. You yeah. became a coward and you said, oh, no, certified. Bye bye. I'm off to my bunker. And, by the way, that's the reason why Mike Pence will never be the president. Uh, also, this, this just in, plainclothes cops at January the 6th we're in the crowd exhorting them to violence. The uh, Metro Police Department of D.C. confirmed to Congress that its plainclothes officers were at the Capitol Jan 6th. And this is Representative Barry Loudermilk of Georgia talking about what happened. And by the way, it's on videotape. From the information that we received from the Met Metropolitan Police Department, I can verify that this video is from a Metropolitan Police undercover officer. Now, the concern that we have is that at one point on this video, it appears that this officer is encouraging people to climb the scaffolding and go into the Capitol. He is. He's saying, go, go, go. And so this is the concerning part to me. And again, as we... They were shouting, USA, USA, who's our, whose house, our house. These are the police officers. If you're going to go after the truth, you have to look at things very objectively. So we need to look at it from several angles. But it is really, really difficult to, to get beyond the fact that at one point, the person who is... Uh, it, this is a GoPro video camera that... The Metropolitan Police Department sent us this same footage. So we know that it is one of their officers. And at one point, he is encouraging. It appears he's encouraging. But he's definitely helping people climb the scaffolding. And he's telling them, go, go, go. Yep. So that opens the door of, okay, we have officers there. Why is an officer encouraging people to climb the scaffolding and go into the Capitol? Reichstag. 
Let's take a break and come back. See, there's a point where the evidence will be some, come so overwhelming that uh, it's going to fall. This is uh, we're in the middle of uh, a potentially another Berlin Wall moment. I believe that. So let's take a break and come back. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. They impeached our president twice for nothing. The truth is simple, and it's right before our eyes. They raided his home. I don't know what to be concerned about. No one, no one seems to. And they call us extremists and fascists for supporting him. Yeah, we're done with all that. It's the Rob Carson Show. I am told that we have Barbara from Baltimore on the phone, our favorite caller ever, and she wants to talk about Mike Pence. Hello, Barbara. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing real good, and congratulations on that new car. I can't wait until I get a new one. Oh, honey, I've waited 20 years. I've driven everything from too many vans to, uh, I mean, everything. And I waited 20 years. I got a Bronco. I named him Buck. And, I, I mean, I talk to this thing like it's a dog. I love this truck. I take care of this truck. Yeah, that's a good one to have, too. That's a good one. Uh, right, Mike Pence is such a snake, and he's so disappointing to me. I went out to uh, Las Vegas when in the... Uh, when they were, you know, campaigning in 2008, everything that was going on uh, yeah. with Obama, that, and I saw him and he spoke. I had respect for him. I have lost all respect for this man. Yeah. Um, Dr. Gorka sums it up, and I agree yeah. with him 100%. Mike yeah. Pence could have simply said a lot of things are up in the air about that as far as, you know, whether or not he would give anybody a pardon he could have said we'll see where this goes when when the courts are finished with it or whatever and left it at that but he's like agreeing that it was an insurrection it was not which brings me to this question why have we not seen those j6 tapes well, there's a there's a couple reasons, and one of the reasons is Christopher Ray is saying that it would uh, it would uh, unveil or it would uh, uh, show that the FBI had embedded people in the uh, in the building, which says uh, you know they were involved. Um, so that's that's exactly that's exactly what it is um you know there's a point where you just have to realize this is a reichstag moment uh you know the misinformation disinformation campaign that was a repeat of history that was created by joseph stalin in 1923 they're using an old playbook to do the same things mike pence sort of said holy crap there are one million people peacefully uh, uh, up on the hill by uh, by the Washington Monument. How about we just put the brakes on this? Listen to what they have to say. Send these back to the legislatures, and then. But look at all the stuff that's come out since. Now we know the FBI was involved, and if the FBI was involved in covering up the laptop, if the FBI was involved in trying to throw 2016. Don't you suppose that everything about the 2020 election should be called into question? Absolutely, absolutely yeah, it's nonsensical. And that, and that happens, in my opinion, before even looking at the videos from Dinesh D'Souza. Oh, yeah. 2,000 mules. You know something, Barbara? They've, they've discounted the, the 2,000 mules video because they use cell phone tracking data. The same exact cell phone tracking data the FBI has used to track and arrest 1,000 people who were at the protests on January the 6th. So bull crap. Let me ask you one final question, Barb, before I, before I let you go, because I know what I'm going to get. Uh, what are the chances of you voting for Mike Pence for president this year, and what is his chance of winning? 
Well, I don't think he has any chance of winning, <laughs> and there's zero chance that I would vote for him. I have one other thing if you have time. What's that? Like, please, please, please. Go ahead. About Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray was Chris Christie's. You know, the fat guy with the big mouth right now? Yeah. Christopher Ray was his lawyer during Bridgegate. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. And Chris Christie is the person who recommended Ray to Donald Trump for, for um, the FBI. Yeah, yeah, Barbara. I, I just have a feeling that the bud is off the rose on all of this, and uh, and I I think we are uh, coming to a, a a boiling point in the country about everything. And common sense people are saying no, uh, and and I think Democrats and Republicans are going to come together, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna make the country better. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna cut the head off of this snake, but we've got a lot of fighting to do in the meantime. Barbara, have a glorious day. Good to hear from you as always, and have a nice weekend. Okay. Hey, you too. Have a great weekend. All right, you are the best. I do appreciate it. On the way, uh, I've got uh, Nike. They're looking at Bud Light and saying, hold my beer. We got that on the way. They're kind of stupid that way. Uh, And your phone calls, by the way, at 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. Anybody uh, remember a time when you said the word tranny and you thought, uh, your car? Uh, I used to. You know. <laughs> I think we need to hear some Jim Gossett. Yeah. When you're a man who calls himself a girl. Got some trans madness coming up here. It can be a boner. This could be a man singing. Or a woman singing, I should say. Yeah. When you compete with women, you have to hide. I think Jim's still a man, pretty much. Ooh, that pair of cojones. That's why they sell tucking suits at Target. I can cycle against the girls. Yeah. That's my choice. Sure. I can steal their medals with this manly voice Cause the left makes me me feel The left makes me feel The left makes me feel like a transgender woman I'd be a terrible woman When I compete with females I'm the one that's feared Cause I'm the only person in the race with a beard But somehow I feel feel The left makes me feel feel. They make me feel like a transgender woman Woman uh, That's uh, Jim Gossett, by the way If you'd like to, uh, if you want to book Jim Jim's a stand-up comedian. He does political stuff. He does non-political stuff, whatever you want. Uh, and, you know, the holiday season will be coming up. And uh, if you want to book Jim, and maybe you own a comedy club, maybe you own a bar, whatever, uh, 678-829-SHOW. 678-829-SHOW if you would like to uh, have Jim Gossett come perform for you. I'm going to tell you, I've seen his live shows. His live shows are frigging spectacular. He does a... He does a an impression of Norm McDonald that will knock your socks off. He has I'll have to find it. 
he, he live he he impression he does so many impressions and not just pol- politicians uh just incredible six seven eight eight two nine show if you want to go to jim gossett uh school has canceled a full-blown drag show for the uh, lgbtq pride month after a backlash this is in england See, you know this isn't evergreen, or not, uh, this isn't, um, this isn't uh, organic. This whole uh, trans nonsense is not organic at all. It's part of a worldwide movement. It's part of a Maoist revolution. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's using, uh, uh, you know, kids uh, to do the bidding of a very r- radical group of individuals. Uh, English secondary school has canceled its LGBTQ plus Pride Day in which children as young as 11 were reportedly encouraged to dress in full-blown drag. In a letter to parents, the new Mills School in Derbyshire reportedly encouraged students to come in drag to celebrate Drag and Rainbows themed event to be held on June 16th to celebrate Pride Month. It's all over the world, by the way. It's not just America. Do they do Black History Month in uh, Great Britain? Do they do whatever month? Or is this becoming an international holiday? I guess it is. Yeah. Uh, the letter seen by the Telegraph UK makes, uh, says that uh, students may express themselves by doing something like small, like wearing a tutu, makeup, or painting their nails to go uh, uh, to going into all-out, full-blown drag. We are encouraging all students of all genders to wear something rainbow or colorful. Meanwhile, whatever you do, do not wear red or green around Christmas time because that will be uh, you will be told to go home. I just added that. Secondary uh, school senior leader of its science department, Thomas Robertson, explained in a letter to the parents that the school believes that drag is an art form that is fundamental to the LGBTQ plus community that challenges the norm as a celebration and a form of protest. You know what? How about just teach kids damn freaking math? How about that? How about, like, you know, in, in the uh, state of Illinois, 15% of, uh, of seniors graduating from high school who are Hispanic know how to read. Or can read up to grade level. <clears throat> this is another country, but this is the same crap. Parents are saying, hell no. The school's headmistress, I think I saw a movie in the 80s on Cinemax called that, Heather Watts, said that the event would no longer go ahead blaming press coverage of the planned event. I have today taken the decision to cancel the Friday event to avoid any potential disruptions to the school on that day when many of our pupils will be taking GS, GCSE exams. Although we fully support diversity, I have to consider the well-being of our pupils with a large number of students taking their exams. I have to consider the potential impact of distractions. Whatever. Whatever. What did I tell you you needed to do about all of this? About all of this crap, all of this mask wearing, all of this, uh, this what's going on in the border, all of this, uh, you know, you, you got to say no. You got to say no. You got to not play along. And it's working. It worked with Bud Light. They lost $26 million. It's working with Target. You know, I have a soft spot for Target. I can give a crap about Target. Go out of business, Target. I don't even care about Target. If you want to play this, you, you know what? Make your bet. If you think that 1% of the population is going to do it for you, and I'm not talking about gay people. I think gay people are looking at this going, what, do you, what are you doing to our movement? You're screwing up everything. We got to the point where we get married and stuff. What are you doing? I think it's just really honestly. I know a lot of gay people. I've been to two gay weddings. And I'm going to tell you right now, they would say, this is just ridiculous. This is not us. And then you're seeing these viral videos of people going to these, uh, these big uh, rainbow pro, you know, June pride events. And they're wearing a Trump t-shirt. And they get removed 
or somebody standing along the parade ride in, uh, route in a, in a gay pride parade where a man's being whipped, his bare butt is being whipped by another man wearing leather chaps. And that's children standing there in the parade route and the guy standing here reading the Bible and the police arrest him. Meanwhile, you can bid Antifa and you can show up at a school board meeting in California where Armenian dads are saying, we don't want this being taught in our, to our kids. And these Antifa thugs, who, by the way, have infiltrated every crowd, every MAGA crowd since Donald Trump was running for office, and the police won't arrest them. It's ridiculous. And it's time to say no. Yesterday I tweeted, I said, yay, uh, Armenian dads beat the snot out of them. Antifa, you show up at an event, you espouse violence, you're going to get taken down. That's what's going to have to happen. We don't go to the hospital. We send you to the hospital. Nike is set to uh, mark Pride Month with the launch of a gender-inclusive clothing line for children, according to an alleged email that was said to have been circulated within the staff. An email shared internally says the Beaverton, Oregon-based company will spotlight the pioneering gender-inclusive kids one fit apparel and unpack the conversation of trans inclusion with a special screening of Changing the Game. It says the new clothesline will be in collaboration with Nike Kids Designs. Okay, bye-bye, Nike. Nike, I never, never cared about Nike. This stuff's too expensive. I could give a rap about, uh, about Nike. They are also going to be celebrating Pride Month with a series of discussions, donations, and panels, including a panel with gender reassignment surgeon who was admitted to performing gender-affirming mastectomies on minors. The email reportedly starts with the declaration that this year's theme is Together We Are Undeniable. The LGBTQIA plus community continues to fight for equality, they, their fight to be themselves. Nike referred to this icon, surgeon Dr. Blair Peters, who is Peters, <laughs> a surgeon at Oregon Health and Science University who specialized in plastic and reconstructive surgery. His special focus is listed as gender affirming surgery on people, including children. You want to hear from this? This person, you want to hear this person who is supposed to be a surgeon? This, this, this insane person, and by the way, you should see What is a Man, the Matt Walsh documentary. You'll see that some of these medical professionals are certifiably insane. And, and, and I've said these, these surgical techniques are mingle-esque. They are mingle-esque. Elon Musk says that gender-affirming care is a criminally evil lie. I agree. And I said, now they switched the discussion to uh, your, your uh, gender and your sex. So the sex is what you're born with and has your entire life. You can't do anything about it. And yet your gender is something you can choose. So it's your gender identity. So if your sex is something you have at birth and you have the entire life and your gender is something that's in your head, why would you choose a physical manifestation of something you're not? And why would a doctor perform an unnecessary surgery for somebody who has something going on in their head? That's why this is going to collapse. That's why people are going to be held accountable for this. This is Dr. Blair Peters. Listen to this man. I myself went through my own sort of gender identity and exploration of my own queerness. And as like a teenager and young adult, I clung to the term gay because that's all I had. That's all I knew. 
but it never felt right. I never felt at home in that label. And it was anybody who talks like up like this should not have gotten through medical school, and certainly should not be actually doing surgery. Over time, as I started engaging more and more with the queer, trans, and gender diverse population, that I really felt comfortable and started encountering people that looked like and felt like I felt and learned the language that they use. And As I was standing outside the playground. Really found the labels that I apply to myself, which are queer, gender diverse, and that's where I live. I'm Blair Peters. I use he, they pronouns. I'm a plastic and reconstructive surgeon. Yeah, that is a surgeon. Do you want that person uh, putting you under and cutting you? OHSU, and I specialize in gender affirming and peripheral nerve surgery. I describe gender-affirming surgery as using surgery to help someone physically actualize their internal sense of self. Okay, so you're physically changing your body for something in your brain. Uh, Nike considers this person to be groundbreaking. I say, eh, eh, no more Nike. So I view surgery as changing something that makes someone feel dysphoric to make them feel euphoric and better and more comfortable. He just said something dysphoric to something euphoric. So he just said, that uh, wanting to be in the uh, opposite sex is dysphoria. Own body, you know, when someone sees their vulva for the first time, and you can see that you've just lifted this huge burden off of them until they're 27 and they want to have children and they can't because they are sterile and because as women they uh, they don't have their period anymore and uh, because as men they've had their genitalia removed completely. Or you know, I haven't. Imagine waking up for a decision that your parents helped to facilitate when you were a child and you're in your 30s and you realize, dear God in heaven, what have I done? Adolescent patient that hasn't been going to school. Or what did they do to me? That's why people are gonna have to be held accountable. For months and is completely socially isolated and is having just like an extremely difficult time and they come back to clinic two months after top surgery and they're like this exuberant teenager in school. He's talking about a young girl going in with a mental illness, thinking she can change gender she, or, uh, sexes, but she can't, having her healthy breath tissue removed and going back to high school and being euphoric about it. You know, planning the rest of their life, thriving all of a sudden, and there are so few things. These people need to be removed from healthcare altogether, lose your license. Honestly, it has to happen. Anybody who's down with this, anybody who went along with this mania needs to be removed. They need to remove move from teaching, counseling. They need to be removed from uh, any type of surgery. They need to be removed from any side of, of child care. Uh, I'm, honestly, if you can go here, you'll go anywhere. If you can go here, you can go anywhere. You know, if you can take money to put COVID on somebody's death certificate or put somebody on a respirator for even more money, uh, even though you knew that 85% of the time it would result in the death of the patient, you need to be removed from, all, from, your, from your job. Elon Musk, in his Twitter account, uh, said that gender-affirming care is, the, in the best cases, a euphemism for a paid yes-man to continually affirm delusions, and in the worst of cases, a euphemism for putting ch children on horrible drugs or outright child mutilation. Uh, this is the mania and the madness that we have experienced in the last three years, and all of it is going to become very crystal clear. Uh, Musk said it means castration, and it does. Uh, we have forever uh, said that mu general mutilation 
treatment of girls in Africa is evil. And here we are, literally, we have jackweeds like this Dr. Blair Peters actually doing it. And the left is saying, that's fine. Uh, common sense will prevail and people will be held accountable. Let's come back in just a second. This is The Rob Carson Show. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you and say, let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. Looks like we got another Cuban missile crisis on our hands. China wants to invest a billion dollars in a Cuban uh, spy base. I would say maybe this is the opportunity for us to just finally invade Cuba and do a little overthrow action, kind of like we did with Iraq. I think that's one I might actually support. Honestly, Cuba's been a thorn in our butt for a very long time. Uh, here's a, a note. I, I, every day I post the opening monologue for the show on my Rumble channel uh, until we add the other things. This is just what I do. It's just to keep the channel going. And, and then the opening monologue is generally spectacular. Uh, that said, um, Sky God 2019 said of my, uh, my monologue today, which I entitled, by the way, lovingly about Canada and the, the fires that are sending all their smoke here. Uh, I entitled the video, Thanks Canada for Taking a Giant Smoky Crap on America. Uh, that's what I know. I'm, I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> Just sit here and you're gonna, people will be quoting this. It'll be carved in marble. Someday. Thanks, Canada, for taking a giant smoky crap on America. But anyway, uh, Sky God said, Maine has vast forests maintained by paper companies managed properly. They don't have wildfires. Yeah, that's the way it is. When you, when you say you can't clear out the underbrush, uh, when you say you can't stay out because you might have the, the blue boobied world word burbler or whatever bird might die, uh, then you end up with nonsense like that. And it's worse than having like a roommate who smokes a lot of pot when you've got Canada doing that. Uh, let's go to... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Johnny in Santa Cruz. Going to be the last call of the day, brother. Make it good. Oh, it's going to be good. You, <laughs> all you right. missed all the explanation for January 6th. It seems what? There was no Burning Man in 2020. It was Capital Man. Everyone got there dressed <laughs> up in costume, got really stoned, and uh, they dressed up in a Tatanka, our poor guy, who's a buffalo head. You know, I mean, yes. they were going to overthrow America. I mean, it's a joke. The yeah, Capital I know. Man was a Burning Man. Everyone just got there, went high, and... There were no parties in 2020, right? I mean, it's you know what? good explanation. But, Jan, uh, but, uh, but Johnny, the thing is, uh, people went to Washington, D.C. They wanted to see Donald Trump speak, and a million yeah. of them said, hey, man, we just want to tell you, we'd like you to listen before you just approve it. And they were infiltrated. Now we know. We got Representative Loudermilk saying they got video. It actually shows police saying, go, 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 opening doors. It, it's going to all get out. I said January the 7th, it was a Reichstag moment. It was fairly obvious, Johnny, because you know what? Where was all the damage? You know, where were all the guns? No guns were confiscated. There was no damage to the interior of the building, and people were let in. It's, it's people all been... just wanted to party and have a good time. They weren't overthrowing the country. They were just having a good time. It was a rally. No one was going to overthrow the country. It's a joke. Exactly. I mean, exactly. So to even say that this was anything, even Pence to say that. It was just people having a good time, and if there was damage, there's no damage. And just well, like you it... said, the police were involved. Why were they smiling? Why was Nancy Pelosi being videoed with her daughter on yes. the way out smiling and laughing? Yes. They yeah, there's that up. It was all a setup. What do you think? Well, of course. I've been saying this since since the very beginning. It, it's fairly obvious. And, Johnny, that's why I say, you know, why do I think January the 6th was a setup? Because I'm not stupid. Why do I know that COVID came from a China lab? Because I'm not stupid. Why do I know 2020 wasn't a free and fair election? Because I'm not stupid. Because I get tired of saying all the evidence that I've been saying. 
It just it, no. it becomes monotonous after a while, and it becomes so overwhelming. Why do I think that the government, the DOJ, uh, is going after Donald Trump to keep him from running for president and not going after Joe Biden? Because I'm not stupid, Johnny. Well, he's the only <laughs> chance of somebody can win, and they've got to get rid of the guy who can win. And well, and, and more so, Johnny, Biden. more so, he's the, he's the candidate who's going to blow up the deep state. That's the most important thing. All right, dude, I appreciate your phone call. Have a good day, Bo. Bo, I don't know why he called you that. I just kind of came out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I was looking for a soundbite I had from Donald Trump, but I, I was going to wrap the show with it, but I don't, I don't think I have it right now. Yeah, that's okay. I think, we've, I think we've covered it today. I think we've covered it quite well. I want to mention, if you get a chance to check out the podcast of today's show, or any show, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. If you do me a favor, we really want to blow up the podcast. We're doing really well. We need to do better. We can do better. Uh, we take the show divided into two podcasts, Newsmax.com slash listen. Back to wrap things up in a sec. All right, guys, that's going to do it for the show. Watch Newsmax primetime tonight. It's absolutely awesome. And, of course, the podcast, Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow, which is Friday. In the meantime, don't catch the stupid.